your identity, your purpose, your destiny. Remember, your strength comes from your yieldedness to the process and journey. I don't know that God is necessarily concerned about making us happy. I think he's more concerned about making us holy. It's never God that's questionable. It's always our obedience. Welcome to Becoming Whole, the podcast dedicated to shining light on things in the character to help you become better, stronger, and more aware of who you are and who you are called to be. And now, here's your host, Daria Elizabeth. Hey, family. So happy to be back again with you uh, for another uh, installment of the Becoming Whole podcast. Love when I can jump on here and just uh, minister what you know God has to say in this season. And I'm just so encouraged. I was sick for a little while, but thank God I am better. You might be able to still hear a little bit of the uh, recovery <laughs> going going on, but um, so happy to be back with you. And uh, I pray that you're blessed by this um, by this word. First uh, Timothy four verse fourteen. First Timothy four verse fourteen. This was just dropped in my spirit. I was molding over in my heart and my mind uh, certain things about life and uh, you know moves that we make in life that either prosper us or don't make us wealthy or won't make us uh, effective or won't and I was just kind of going through my heart and going through my mind and this came straight to me first Timothy 4 verse 14 it says do not neglect the gift which was given to you. I'm going to stop right there. Do not neglect the gift that was given to you. Did you know that, that we all have a certain bending ability, talent, skill set, giftings. And the truth is if the devil would have it his way, he would cause us to neglect, um, our ability to, uh, speak, sing, serve, uh, whatever it may be, prophecy, you know, business, whatever gifting that may be, the devil, if he could have it his way, he would literally cause us to uh, push to the side, um, fail to properly care for, right? Because that, that's what the word neglect means. Neglect means fail to care properly for, if the devil could have it his way, he would um, maximize right every opportunity and every ability for us to neglect the gift. Y'all, y'all know what the word of God says, right? The word says your gift shall make room for you and bring you before great men. It didn't say you will bring yourself before great men. It said it will bring you before great men. And so there's a reason why, 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 you know, we get this admonishment in Timothy about do not neglect it. Do not uh, mistreat it. Do not fail to care for it. My God, do not care. Do not, do not abandon it. Hey, leave it alone. Do not, um, you know, uh, completely reject it. Do not fail to look after the gift. Your gift is going to make room for you. Your gift is what is going to make you wealthy. 
Your gift is what is going to be the catalyst for change in the world that you've been, um, that people have been looking for, crying for, calling for. It's going to be that asset, that thing that God has put in you is literally someone else's deliverance. Can I just say that again? That was prophetic. (laughs) The gift that God has put in you is somebody else's deliverance. And what we don't realize is that when we fall into traps of procrastination, traps of laziness, traps of selfishness, traps of all of those things, we become now uh, tools of the enemy against the will of God. Not only that, against the progress and, and really against the massive um, change agent that we could be in the earth on account of our gifts, right? Your gift shall make room for you, your gift. And so, you know, I, I'm just on here right now to admonish you and say, my God, if you don't know, figure out what your gift is. God is, is uh, the most incredible gift giver. He's not an Indian giver. He's not going to give you something and take it back. He's not going to lend something to you and say, okay, well, you know, I gave you the gift to, um, sew, or you, you cook very well, or, you know, I gave you all of these gifts, X, Y, Z, whatever they may be, an incredible speaking gift or incredible gift of mercy. You know, I gave you all these gifts, but since you did not sir, pray to me on Tuesday at five o'clock, I want it back tonight. (laughs) Like that's not the Lord. You understand? Like God is very long suffering, very patient. He's always willing to bear with us, right? Such a powerful text when it says that God is willing to bear with us. But in the, in the, in the process of him bearing with us, you know, he wants us to grow and develop and change. But my emphasis here, here at this time is do not neglect the gift Do not allow the gift that God has given you, right? All of us come to earth with a gift. I love how Dr. Miles Monroe said it. A mango seed already comes fully loaded with all of the things that it needs. All you got to do is water and sunlight. Uh, By default, right? God has built the earth on the system of sowing and reaping, planting and harvesting. And so the natural progression Right. I'm not talking about like odd circumstances or weird cases, but the natural progression of putting a seed into the ground is a harvest. You might have to wait five, 10 years or whatever that may look like for you. But the natural progression is is increase. As a child goes from an infant, you know, to a toddler, to, a ch- you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera a child, a preteen, adolescent, et cetera, natural uh um, you know, the natural course of anything really is increase, advancement. And so there's such a powerful um, admonition in the word where, you know, Paul is saying, you know, you have these gifts that were given to you, you know, by the laying on of hands. You have these gifts which were given to you by prophecy. Come on, y'all. Can I stop right here? How many of you have been told, man, you're an excellent singer. That is your gift. Or man, you can really teach. You are an incredible teacher. That is your gift. How many people have spoken to you or even have prophetically decreed or declared to you or even just in a random conversation, right? Because prophecy doesn't always have to be shatama and then all of a sudden you fall out, you're rolling on the floor. No, prophecy can stem from a simple conversation. I'll never forget one of my very good friends who's a pastor 
we were in the parking lot talking one day, um, about five years ago and, or a couple years ago. And, um, uh, she said to me, we were just like randomly talking about life and her kids and how her kids were doing and whatever. She stopped midway in the conversation and she said, Daria, God is about to give you a job. And God is about to elevate and advance you. And the space that you're going to be in is where he wants you to be. But I need you to know that he is going to give it to you. Lady had no idea I had just applied. Lady had no idea that I had gotten accepted to the job. Lady had no idea about anything. But midway in the convo, I'm talking about like dead midway. She stops and she, we're talking about her kids and she's like, oh, dear. she's like, God is about to give you a job. And, uh, she, and then she's prophesying, you know, she's going on. And then she just jumps back to her kids. Yeah, so my son, my son is doing this now and my daughter. And I'm sitting there freaking out because I'm just like, this lady knows nothing about this. <laughs> like, father, you are showing me this, Abba. Really? <laughs> like, you're confirming this, Abba. Really? And so prophecy doesn't always have to be like we're rolling around on the floor and we're shining. It does not always have to be that. Prophecy can simply be all it is is an utterance. You understand prophecy. What, what some people have made it out to be is this, this humongous shouting and, 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 and all, you know, all of these antics and all the, and, 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 and that can be prophecy in one light, but I want to make it plain that prophecy is simply an utterance, a foretelling or a forthtelling. Um, it's simply an utterance. And so, you know, have you ever had a conversation or, or even, you know, had someone speak to you or prophesy to you and say, Hey, you know how to cook. Like you can throw down in the kitchen. This is your bending. This is your gifting. Open up a restaurant. <laughs> you know, these are things that we need to begin to mold over and think about some, you know, wh whatever has been said to you consistently over a, a, a long period of time, that is your bending. Whatever you do effortlessly and, and excessively well with no uh, problems, no, really, you don't even need support to do it, uh, with no, um, um, hiccups or, 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 you know, all those things, you know, that is your gifting. And the word of God is saying, do not neglect that. Because what happens is oftentimes things come along and we fail to properly care you know, you know what, you know what that, that term literally signifies, do not neglect. It literally, it, it, the imagery there in that word neglect, neglect means fail to care for properly. Guys, we, we are given gifts, you know, from, from birth They're they're innate, they're, they're in us, but you have to develop it. You have to strengthen it. You have to, it's like a muscle, right? We're all born with muscles, right? But you have to what? Build it. And so, you know, gifts have to be uh, put in certain environments where they can grow. A seed left on a shelf is not going to produce anything, period. I don't care how beautiful that seed is, how lovely that seed is, how, how big that seed is, how, you know, white or yellow or brown that seed is. It no matter <laughs> It really doesn't matter. If that seed is not put into the ground, it's not producing nothing, nothing. I said nada, nothing. And so what God wants from us is, is for us to put ourselves into the ground, meaning die to flesh, die to self, you know, 
properly care for, spend the necessary time, money, uh, you know, uh, um, um, whatever you may need to spend on your gift to develop it, to nurture it, to nourish it, to properly care for it so that it can make room for you. Guys, this is the whole premise of that, of that scripture. Your gift is not making room for you unless you spend time to build it. Unless you spend time to develop it, unless you spend time to, uh, you know, uh, do everything you need to do to make sure that that gift is what exercised in the best way it could possibly be exercised. Paul says, don't neglect it because he knows that, that being human, many things happen. And we are liable to neglect and, and just kind of say, uh, you know, yeah, I can teach, but you know, I'm not really. And fear steps in. I can't count how many times people with phenomenal gifts have said to me, yeah, Daria, but I'm comfortable here on this job. Yeah, Daria, but I fear like, like I grew up in a family where fear was a thing and where you don't really push out. Like you don't really become an entrepreneur and, and find your own way. You don't really, you know, do all these things, you know? And so, you know, this is an admonition. This is a command. This is a, you know, this is Paul saying, y'all, I know what I'm talking about. Your gift is going to make room for you if you don't neglect it. And so my encouragement today is don't forsake the gift that God has given you. Nourish it, value it, treasure it, cherish it, and build it. Put it in environments, put yourself in environments where that thing can grow, where it can shoot up, where it can be built, strengthened, so that when God is ready, he will allow it to make room for you. Be encouraged. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes of Becoming Whole. Tune in next time for Becoming Whole. And remember, the world needs you whole.